Well, from joy just further. Log Talk Radio. Hey. George Jen, hello George, how are you? 
Good, Neil. How are you today? Doing fine. I'm doing doing good. And up your way also is Mike Scott. Hello, Mike. How are we doing here, Captain Neil? And I'm doing about the same as, as George's on the other side of the island. <laughs> All right, you got about the same snow except different location of snow <laughs> right. coming your way. Uh, and Jim Holder, uh, he's going to his hangar. Where are you now, Jim? Well, I'm leaving beautiful Jackson, Georgia, heading out to Seven Lakes Airport, which is about a five-minute drive. Well, can you talk my on hangar. your can you talk on your cell phone and drive too, or are you going to call us back when you get to your hangar? No, I'm driving, talking, and drinking a Coca-Cola. Oh, man, I'll tell you, you are a hazard. I'm, bi- <laughs> I'm bilateral or something. I don't know what I am. <laughs> bilateral. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, I was talking to you about how many countries, and I just uh, jotted them down in my uh, on my map, world map, because my world map will show me all the countries that listen to our episodes every week. Uh, we get a rundown. We have Australia, Malaysia, Thailand, Russia, India, uh, Yemen, Kenya, Republic of Serbia, Slovakia, Switzerland, Germany, Denmark, the United Kingdom, Finland, Ukraine, France, Spain, Portugal, Ireland, Senegal, Brazil, uh, Australia. I did say Australia. This uh, Argentina. I'm sorry. Peru, Canada, Dominican Republic, and Mexico. Those folks, at least one of those, uh, in those countries, one person or more, listen to our radio show. Don't know what for what purpose, but to listen to our wonderful music and the stories that we tell here on the Eastern Airlines Radio Hour. So it's a lot of fun doing these shows that we can get out to that many countries and we have accumulated a listening audience a world, uh, around the world over the last 10-plus years, and that's good. So I don't mind playing some great music, and today's music I've selected uh, our theme songs from movies. I call it movies selected that um, we heard during the Eastern years. And maybe you guys that are on my board can... Uh, Tell me a little bit about the song that we play and songs that we play. But first of all, I want to listen. I want to hear what George has got to say and Mike and and Jim while we got them. And uh, George, what's happening up there in your neck of the woods besides the weather? Well, not much, Neil. And most of that is due to the weather. Uh, It's between frozen rain and snow, which now is turning black. Yeah, not much uh, going on, you know. It's kind of a very quiet time of the year up here. So, uh, and I'm sure it's uh, the same where Mike is. Uh, you know, it's uh, not. It's really not even nice to go outside. It's terrible, you know. But uh, no fishing. That's what I. That's what I really don't like. <laughs> no fishing. <laughs> no, no, no bacala. No, nothing. Uh, I think the codfish are missing. There used to be good codfishing during the winter, but they haven't even been here for a long time, probably due to global warming or something. You really have to go further north to get them, you know. Yeah. You know, George, speaking of uh, fishing, do you listen? I know you listen to that tuna show, that King Wild Tuna 
whatever oh, they yeah, called w- it. W- <laughs> yeah, w- Wicked Tuna. Wicked Tuna. Charlie Tuna. Yeah, what's that other group way out there in Alaska that everybody seems to be dying of washing off the boat uh, with the waves and everything? Uh, what's that name of that show? They, they yeah, that's go fishing. the Deadliest Catch. Deadliest Catch, yeah. yeah Boy, yeah. they have a lot but, of problems you know, I don't, out I don't there. Know, I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but uh, Wicked Tuna, uh, the guy in there, Captain Dave, he, yeah. uh, I forgot his, I've forgotten his last name. He is a, or was a, a U.S. Airways pilot who oh. uh, was supposed to be, who was supposed to be furloughed, and uh, I knew him from U.S. Air, and uh, he uh, he left and went to JetBlue, and he's a captain with JetBlue now. Dave, Captain Dave, is he the fellow that uh, talks a lot? Uh, uh, older guy? No, he's not the oldest of the, no, no, of the no, guys. He, Dave is the one uh, who wins a lot. Okay. Dave is yeah, the winner. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the guy who wins it almost every year. Uh, wow. he's, you know, he, he doesn't he doesn't talk too much. Very, very nice guy. I hadn't seen him in many many years, and I went to a uh, fishing show in New Jersey two years ago, and he was there. And you know, it was great. It was very nice to speak with him. He's a very very nice yeah. person. Well, I want to ask Mike, what have you collected lately? Since Mike, you're the great collector. I don't know how many pieces of uh, memorabilia uh, you have, and where in the heck do you store it? Uh, right there, where your Waco is stored? No, it's I'm surrounded by it as we speak. Oh, My place okay. has turned into a storage house. Storage <laughs> house. <laughs> I mean, I got so much stuff here; it's ridiculous. Between model airplane kits and uh, and model airplanes on display, and uh, just you name it, Eastern Airlines memorabilia, aviation memorabilia everywhere. Of course, I I buy on eBay. I in, in shows, I buy all kinds of uh, Eastern Airlines stuff. Of course, we haven't been to any shows in well, about a year and a half now because of the COVID. And, yeah. Uh, but I got a ton of stuff here, and like George was saying, with the with the rest of the stuff going on, to the weather, at least he's got a sea view. I don't have a sea view, so. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we were talking earlier about uh, people who have uh, a good uh, your your friend that had the good speaking voice for uh, for like yeah. radio and whatnot. Uh, and George was mentioning, you know, the deadliest catch. And we know that Mike Rowe, everybody knows Mike Rowe from the, you know, the Dirty Jobs thing. Yeah. He's yeah. the one that narrates yeah. The Deadliest Catch. And he has oh, a, I didn't he has that. A, he has an yeah. excellent, uh, you know, speaking voice, uh, na- yeah. Na- yeah. a narrative voice, so to say, you know. Un- yeah. I always say mine is, uh, I get thrown out when it comes to that because I have a lousy speaking voice. <laughs> well, now, now, here's the master of all speakers, uh and coming from his, live from his car phone in his pickup truck is none <laughs> other than Jim Holder. Hello, Jim. Where are you now on the road? Hello. I'm just turning into the gravel road that leads to my hangar, and uh, okay. I just passed my I just passed my camper, my RV. I sold it about three days ago, and it's sitting over. Passed by, and I waved at it. But because I sold my RV, took all me and Karis took everything out, and it's scattered all over my hangar, and that's why I'm going down to sort of organize all my hunting stuff and all that stuff we had to pull out. But bye-bye, camp, camper. 
Well, you hurry up to your hangar because we want to have some good hangar talk here. (laughs) Okay, I'm about 300 yards from All right. Well, until you get there, I'm going to say hello to my best friend in high school and wedding and all, Larry Sapp. I see, Larry, you just popped up on my producer's board. How are you there in sunny southwest Florida? Hey, Neil. What's going on? Uh, Is that all you got to say is, hey, Neil? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There's not a whole lot going on, but I I like you guys' stories. Found pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Well, Larry, Larry called me before we went on air, and we talked. And we, of course, when we were on the phone together, we were talking about days that we were together in high school and right after high school, and and uh, good memories there that we share. And um, and we were talking about those that were in our class and who's left of them and uh, I'm sure you guys think about the same thing when you went to high school uh, how many in your graduating class that you knew and real good friends with are still around today so um, uh, yeah was I was our... saying at least I, I know you Neil and then there's that Walter Schultz that we went to school with yeah. he was a he was a nuclear nuclear engineer on the GE, and I, his main project was the nuclear subs. Wow! And then there was Dan, yeah, he, and then Dan Parker. Yeah. He maintains airplanes for the Pan Am Flying Club still. Believe it now, or not. <laughs> Larry Dan was with Eastern Airlines too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was there for a while. He was yeah. at Pan Am and. When they went out of business, and he ended up over at Eastern, but he wasn't yeah. there as long as you and I were. But well, it was a fun time. It really was. I'm going to play a fun song that you guys are going to have to tell me what year it came out and what was the name of the motion picture that this song uh, was the theme song for. And uh, I just loved it. It was a great song. I remember back in the day. So listen. We may not play all of these songs all the way through because we like to talk uh, and play music as well. But uh, I think our, we got more stories than we got uh, time for music. But we're going to listen to a few of these. Here's this great, great song. See if you remember it.
Then your fingers touched my silent heart and taught it how to Okay, who were the singers that you just heard? Duh. Yeah, Duh. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know who it was. Paul no guess for me. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> who, was the, who was the orchestra? All right, let's go with that. Who was the orchestra that played the music? Uh Glenn Miller. Percy Faith. Percy Faith. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What year did it come out? It was 59. Very close to it. Who were the 59. main characters in that movie? William Holden. He was, uh, and then Jennifer, what, what was, I forgot her last name. Uh, Remember the two young, Jennifer, young Jennifer. ones? Sandra D. and Troy Donahue? Sandra D., yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. And uh, the four aces. The four aces. Four aces. Is that what I said? Who said that? Jim Holder. I said the four lads, but I meant the four aces. Y'all know that. (laughs) Oh yeah, I knew. Yeah, we knew that. Nineteen fifty nine. What you guys? What, what were you doing in nineteen fifty nine, George Jen? Uh, nineteen fifty nine. I was just starting high school. Okay. <laughs> wow, a young guy. Yeah, and uh, and let's see. If it was that out there on Long Island, where were you? Uh, actually, in uh, in Queens, New York City. Queens. All right. Very good. Yeah, Archbishop Malloy High School. Okay, I assume that's a Catholic school. It is, <laughs> yep. I got all the scars to show and prove it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very good. All right. Well, at any rate, uh, I forgot what I was doing. I know 59, I think I was instructing for Mary Gaffney. Larry, what were you doing? Well, it's funny you should mention her name because... I flew quite a few times with her. Yeah. She was, She started out in the old Tamiami Airport in That's Miami. Right. And yeah. then later on, she moved to the new Tamiami. Uh, but before that, do you remember she moved to Brown's Airport, the grass field? Well, that's, yeah, that's where I started taking lessons in 54 in high school with Johnny Dreyer. Do you remember Johnny Dreyer and our – he was yeah, one yeah. class ahead of us. And Johnny yeah. – uh, uh, told, uh, I asked him about flying. He said, yeah, he just got his instructor's license. And, and we went out there to Brown's Airport and uh, started flying a J-3 Cub. And Mary Gaffney was instructor out there for Brown at Brown's Airport, there at the old jungle, at the, at the Parrot Jungle. Yeah, yeah there's houses there now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Where the runway was. You used to live in that area too until the hurricane about took you out, Andrew. I think didn't you? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, not too far away. 
That, yeah. that was a fun place to fly out of, out of grass field. Yeah, it was a country club. Three Cubs. Yeah, yeah. And Mike, what were you doing? In '59, the year I graduated from high school, and I was uh, usually uh, had my school books, which were never left the back seat of my '57 Chevy. And I was too busy chasing blondes around and going to the drag races every weekend. And uh, when I should have been going to college and all that stuff, I had uh, different ideas in mind, you know, so. Uh. <laughs> Didn't we all? Didn't we all? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I hate to ask Jim Holder what he was doing in 59. Well, hell, I'll tell you if you want me to. Yeah, I was hoping you would. <laughs> Keep it clean now. Well, I was in my senior year in college at Mississippi Southern College. That's uh, Southern Miss now, you know. And uh, yeah. my longtime girlfriend at three years had just run off with my roommate, so I was not in the <laughs> best of moods. <laughs> she's been apologizing ever since, but uh, she's too late now, you know. I've been, been married to a couple others since then. But, you know, you know, Jim, I think, gotta keep trying I, I until you get had, it right. I think she yeah. had buyer's remorse, you know. Buyer's remorse. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead with your story, story Jim. Sticking to it, huh? Go ahead, my story. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that was my senior year, and like I said, I was looking at new girlfriends and looking for new girlfriends, and I was getting ready to graduate. Did I ever tell you about the three most famous graduates of the uh, University of Southern Mississippi? No, uh, but you like to. I told y'all that once. Tell us uh, again. Oh yeah. Well, in uh, in nineteen eighty, uh, this football player graduated, and he ended up with a being a quarterback for the uh, Green Bay Packers. And his hmm. name escapes me right now, but he's very famous football player. And uh, in nineteen seventy. Jimmy Buffett, you know, the guy that sings and made all the money singing about drinking oh, margaritas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And of course, yeah. in 19, yeah, yeah. In 1960, the most famous guy was uh, later became a, uh Air Guard pilot, Air Force pilot, and a captain for Eastern Airlines. His name was Jim Holder. That's me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the most famous I never graduate. heard of all those other guys, but I heard of Jim Holder. <laughs> Yeah. Jimmy yeah, Buffett was a. Uh, you didn't know Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Go, go ahead. No, uh, he was ten years after me. I was a class oh. of sixty. He's a class of seventy. And Brett Favre, that's who it was. He was a Brett Favre. Favre, Favre he was man. a class of eighty. He was a good one. Class of eighty. Yeah, he was a good one. I thought you were going to say Buffett. Kenny Stable. Kenny Stabler. I guess he was Alabama, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, the snake. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett that he mentioned was kind of an avid aviator. Yeah, I went on the Jimmy Buffett's airplane. He had a uh, seaplane. I think it was an albatross or something like that. They had it all rigged up with surfboards and fly rods, and he used to go <laughs> fishing all over the Bahamas in that airplane. Wow! Wow! That was a very lot. good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see if you remember this second song here. And uh, this takes place in the summertime, so see if that's a good clue right there. See if you remember this beautiful song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Summertime. 
Mercy Faith. <laughs> Summer Place is the name of the song, wasn't it? Yeah, and Love is yep. a Many Splendor Thing was in 1955. This was 1959. I got it all wrong, and it starred <laughs> Sandra D and Troy Donahue. And Percy, uh, I forgot the orchestra's name, but uh, at any rate, a wonderful song. So let's go back to 1955. We've already done 59. And, Larry, we have been out of high school for about a year in 1955. Yep. And uh, what were we doing in 1955, you and I, Larry? As a matter of fact, right after high school, do you remember what we did? Yeah, we piled into your, I think it was a new car. Me and a couple other guys and you, and headed out to California to become aviation executives. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, I don't think it worked out too good because I don't think we ever looked at any jobs anywhere there. But we, I don't think we had so a good either. Time. Well, <laughs> that's all we were out for. Good time. Yeah. Being being about 19 <laughs> years old or 20, I forgot. But uh, at any rate. Yeah. Uh, nobody would hire us because, uh, hell, they could look at us and tell us we were just kids. And even though we had mechanics licenses and everything, that didn't mean much when we were there. And the only (laughs) thing I got of it, as I mentioned on a previous show, is hemorrhoids. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) Whatever pain in the butt. That's because we ate so good. And for you folks over in Slovakia, that's a pain in the ass, hemorrhoid is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we ate every kind of junk food there was when we were on that trip Oh God, didn't we though And yeah. I remember we got some firecrackers somewhere along the way And blew up uh, tar- uh, tarantula spiders Oh God And George, what uh, were you doing at 55? <laughs> you must have been still in, what, junior high school? No, actually, in, in 55, I believe I was, let's see, I was in the uh, fourth grade, Neil. The fourth grade, okay. Fourth grade. Yeah. Wow. He yeah. was comparing notes with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> were, were, were you the other gen, gender active? <laughs> uh, I don't believe so. Not at that age, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Oh, the old, I'll show you mine if, I, if you show me yours. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I, I, think, I think we used to call it doctor and play. Let's play doctor and nurse. Remember that? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Little did we know. Yeah, little did we know. <laughs> and Jim, Lord yeah, knows what you were doing at fifty-five. Well, I wasn't playing doctor. I'll tell you that. I just wanted to. Fifty-five. I just finished high school, and I was I was uh, joining the air guard and hanging around airplanes and and uh, having a good time. Never did dreamed you know that one day they'd send me to pilot training, but they did. <laughs> Never dreamed that it happened. Yeah. So some of this stuff is not for the air. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Well, we, we, our language is clean anyhow. <laughs> it's our Did fault, I tell you, see if I said my first, my first jet airplane? Oh, uh, what happened? An F-80. Yeah, an F-80 landed at uh, Hawkins Field in Jackson where the air guard was. And I lived inside the traffic pattern. Every time a plane come over, I'd go out there and watch it land. Well, I saw this jet come in. 
but never seen a jet before. And I jumped on my bicycle, and I got over to the airport <laughs> real quick, and he was standing out there with his white helmet talking to everybody, and that plane was sitting there. You know, it had funny-looking tip tanks, not like the T-Bird. They wanted slung, I think. But, oh, it was a beautiful airplane. And uh, I don't know why he landed there. don't know anything about that. It had an Air Force markings, as I recall. But when he got ready to go, he had somebody standing out front, and this is a true story. And when he got ready to crack that thing up and go, he hollered at that guy and waved at him, and he lit a newspaper and threw it in intake. <laughs> they said that's how they started it. <laughs> I thought for years, I'm going, what do they do when it's raining? How do they get it started, you know? <laughs> but that was my good, good my old centrifugal flow engines. Yeah. Now what? I know you it, said they, they lit, lit that they, thing up. They lit they a lit newspaper it. and threw it in one of the intakes, and it, I guess it came out the back in ash. But uh, I thought, God, I might have got me a better way to start that engine than that. <laughs> Y'all think I'm making that up? I'm not. I think you are. <laughs> no, good I'm old, not. I believe it. The pleasures of Larry, the centrifugal flow jet engine. Centrifugal flow. Sounds reasonable to me. So you light the burner like you'd light the stove, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. How technology has changed. Yeah. <laughs> now I can start my car from inside my house, and the car is parked <laughs> out in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Oh. Oh, man. How do you start a Tesla from inside the house? How do you start a Tesla inside the house? I don't have a Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) You plug it in, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You just tell it, turn on. Yeah, do you you flip a switch on a Tesla? How do you start a Tesla? I I have no idea. Of course, it's all electric, so... (laughs) (laughs) It has a light switch inside. You just flip the switch. Everybody might have seen that that video that was going around with the gal in the gas station. She was trying to put gas in a Tesla. (laughs) 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 Must be a barn. The guys were laughing like crazy in the car behind video. They were taping it or, or videoing it, you know? You couldn't find the she gas was pulling all the knobs and everything. Couldn't figure out where the gas cap was. Mm-hmm. I re- I oh remember, Lord! I remember in Miami when I was at the marina one time with my boat. Uh, I pulled up and got gas from the fuel pump at the dock, and the guy behind me pulled up and and got one up and got the gas hose and and stuck the nozzle in a rod holder and started pumping <laughs> gas. <laughs> they had to call a fire department, evacuate the marine and everything. Oh my god. <laughs> he had he had a boat full of gas in his bilge. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> that was a big goof up. George, you that was my a lot of fishing boats today. Have you ever seen <laughs> them gas up a, a rod holder? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll pass on that one, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, never seen a rod holder? Oh, well, I've seen, seen a lot of those, but oh. I've never seen anyone try to fuel it up, though. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, George, uh, tell me, do we, when you go fishing out there on those <laughs> charters, uh, not charters, but whatever you, boat you go out on, I think they're 53-footers, whatever, do, do you have electric reels? 
Well, uh, if I go, I have a friend of mine up here who actually owns, he's down there in Florida now, but he owns three different boats. And, uh, I mean, one is more beautiful than the other. But Mm. when we fish for what's called tile fish, which are found on the bottom in about seven yeah, feet deep of water. water. Yeah, yeah. He he's got he's got electric reels for that, but that's the only time I ever use one because kind of I don't know. It feels like you're kind of cheating if you do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey. You're just pushing a button. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask yep. you this that's question, Jim. Uh, I mean, uh, George, what are they calling Jewfish nowadays? They well, they call them. Uh, the the groupers, they're uh, I think okay. Goliath Grouper is the name that they use today for them. Yeah, I don't know why we ever guess, call them Jewfish, but that's what they well, call them. Well, well, I mean, I, could t- I <laughs> if you looked <laughs> at one, that 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 was where the name came from. But okay. I guess it's politically incorrect today, so yeah. they, they changed well, it to Goliath Grouper. Goliath Grouper, all right, big yeah. ass fish. <laughs> Oh, that yep. big, yeah. B A F. B A F. All right, enough of this silly talk. All right, how about this one? Now I know you guys remember this because this was a TV. This was not a movie. See if you remember this song. Exciting and new Come aboard We're expecting you And love Life's sweetest reward Let it flow It floats back to you The name of the song? That's Love Boat. <laughs> what year? I can't remember the year. All I remember was that Captain Steubing, he was the captain on the boat. <laughs> and who was the captain played? Who played the captain? That was, uh, that was uh, I don't remember his name, but his, his stage name was Steubing. Captain Steubing, Steubing, I believe. How about Gavin McLeod? Gavin McLeod. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And who was the singer of that song? <laughs> yeah. Mel Don't everybody answer at once. <laughs> <laughs> how, about Jack, how about Jack Jones? Jack Jones was Okay, yeah, yeah. Love Boat. Yeah, great great uh, TV series, yeah. Love Boat. Yeah, had some good good characters in it. And yeah. um Good. Uh, I call that disc, disco music. It was good music, and uh, about the time the disco um, songs came about, and Travolta dance and dancing to Night Fever and all, and yeah. uh, 
1977. I forgot what I was doing with Eastern in 1977. Larry, where were you? Uh, when did Andrew come through? Yeah, that's a good question, Neil. Uh, we were up in Nova Scotia when Andrew hit in our motor home. Uh, I don't remember what year it was. I can't remember either. Uh, but yeah. uh, <laughs> you were with Eastern in 77. Yeah, I was, too. I was based in Atlanta. Jim Holder, you were based in Atlanta, I believe. Yeah, on 727. And, George, you were, where were you? 77. I was here <clears throat> flying out of uh, New York on the uh, 727 also. Okay. Were you uh, with the union, were you with the represented Alpha at the time? No, I, no, my first term of office was in 1978. Okay, and uh, Jim, you were with Alpa back then, about that time, weren't you? Or who was the chairman in '77? Yeah, the guy followed me. I was '75 and '76. Uh, uh, I've forgotten who followed me. Joe Joe Dustel, I think. Joe Dustel. No, oh, yeah. I thought it was George Smith, wasn't it? <clears throat> George Smith. I thought so. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. George Smith. Yeah. George Smith. Yeah. Okay. In 1977, I wonder what the heck I was doing. I forgot. I mean, yeah. 77 is not familiar. <laughs> 77. I, well, I was flying captain. I know on the seven seven twenty seven. I believe seventy because we got the seven fifty sevens in seventy eight and seventy eight. I started I started flying seven five sevens. I think. In '78, right after we got them, I think Virgil Tedder was uh, was bringing them from Seattle to Atlanta, and uh, I was in one of the first first classes, or second, third, fourth, somewhere in the first year, anyhow, of us operating the 757. So, but that was in '78. So '77, what was I still on the 727? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I'm writing a story of my life. I'm I'm on chapter 85 now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of the hardest one to remember. What did we do yeah. yesterday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, golly. I undertook that project about three years ago, and I started back the year I was born. Of course, I didn't have much of a memory in my first year of life, but uh, <clears throat> I embedded a lot in that uh, in that little story of uh, my my uh, birth year and uh, Jim Holder and some others know I celebrate two birthdays I'm not going to go there again on this show but uh, <laughs> I did I do celebrate two birthdays one in March and one in April but my Your real one is coming up it. yeah my mother was not confused it was just the uh, hospital was confused oh. <laughs> Uh, but uh, at any rate, another day, another time. Uh, golly, Pete. Okay, here's another song. We'll see if you can remember this. I'm not sure this was a movie. You guys tell me if it was a movie.
anybody? Peter Gunn. Peter Gunn. Was that a movie? <laughs> it was a, actually a TV it. series. Yeah. TV, TV series. Show. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't mm-hmm. remember the guy's name who played Peter Gunn. Peter Gunn. <laughs> it was uh, uh, golly, Pete. Uh, it was Henry Mancini Orchestra that played it, that uh, wrote the, the the theme music. And it was written in 1958. And you're right, the series was from 58 to 61. And you notice Henry, Henry Mancini wrote a lot of similar-sounding uh, songs because I always, when I heard that sound, I thought of, of the Baby Elephant Walk, which Henry Mancini mm. wrote also. And Henry Mancini wrote this music. Yeah, Pink Panther. Yeah. Pink Panther. <laughs> Notice he sounds similar to Peter Gunn. <laughs> Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. comedy movies was the Pink Panther series. Yeah, but uh, with, yeah. with Inspector Peter Sellers. I, I always like that part where, it, where, the, where the, he says, does your dog bite? And then it bit yeah, him. He right. says, not my dog. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> oh. And now what year was that? Oh, around 63 or something, wasn't it? That's the year I was hired with Eastern, and Jim Holder, you too. That's right. Wow. Well, where where did you see the first Pink Panther movie? I remember where I was. Saw it in the movies. Yeah. I saw mine on a layover in Boston with uh, Bud Payne. Do you remember Bud Payne, uh, Jim Holder? Oh yeah, fine guy, fine guy. Yeah, I was a really co-pilot, and and we went to see that movie, and and uh, fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, at any rate, think, um, yeah. I think I saw that in uh, down in Amarillo, Texas, when I was in tech school in the Air Force <laughs> in '63. <63. laughs> I laughed so no. hard, I tell you, I, the whole theater laughed. I mean, you just couldn't hardly hear the the words of the. Of Peter Sellers because of the laughter was so great. Uh, he was a classic. Yes, he was. They made a lot of nice series of that, those movies too. How many was he in? Do you remember he was in three before he three or four he before in, he died? Yeah, yep. I think was. three. The Return of the Pink Panther, and the detective, yep. his boss. I forgot his boss. He you know, tried to kill himself <laughs> because dealing with Cousteau. <laughs> <laughs> Drove him nuts. <laughs> and uh, the guy that uh, was jumping th- into into the room at, at various times, his bodyguard. Remember, Clouseau's uh, bodyguard. Yeah, What's his guy. name? 
What was his name? Cato. 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 Somebody's got a good memory. Well, I'll he was also last... uh, Peter Peter Sellers was also in a black and white movie with Carol Baker. It was called Lolita. Uh, it wasn't Carol Baker. It was Sue Lyon. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he 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 died in his fifties, I think. What a fantastic yeah, he was actor young. he yeah. was! Wow. I think he had a yeah. heart attack, I believe. Yeah, I think that's right, Larry. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I was saving the last song for, la- for the best song for last. This is one of my all-time favorites. And uh, the, the original music was done by, let's see, who do I have as original music? Ennio Morricone. Morricone, Morricone. And it was 1966. But instead of the original theme music, I went to find uh, another uh orchestra that did this song and and it's a video that you can watch them do all the sounds that came out of this song and a lot of those sounds were human uh instruments vocal instruments it sounded like uh like uh, uh the the human voice made it sound like it was an instrument but it was done by the danish national symphony orchestra and they have done some great, great movie songs. Uh, and and I tell you what, they have duplicated this song just almost as it was originally recorded for the movie. But um, it was one of my great movies of with Clint Eastwood in it. And uh, I'm getting around. I know to, the answer already. I know you wait. know the answer too. <laughs> but save save it until after you hear the song. And. Um, <laughs> And it is a fabulous, and I, if you really want to see uh, this song done by the Danish National, all you have to do is just put the name of the title of the song and then put Danish National Symphony or Danish, just put Danish, and it'll lead you right to the video of, these, of this orchestra that did this song and uh, theme music. And see if you don't think it sounds probably better than the original movie uh, version here it is very very unique human voice human voice
a song. Yes, good, good, bad, bad, and the ugly. Good, bad, and the ugly. Starring? Hmm. Lee Van Cleef, of course. Lee, Lee and Eli Wallach. And, yeah. Eli Wallach mm-hmm. and, and the other guy. Yeah. Lee Van Cleef. That's right, Van Cleef. And uh, who was the good? Who was the bad well, and who East, was the ugly? Eastwood was the good. Yeah. <laughs> Van Cleef Eli was, was bad. the bad, and ugly I think was, it was. The, was the last one, Eli Wallach. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie, great movie. Yes, all time. Yeah, well, just like this show, it's an all-time great show, radio show, Eastern Airlines Radio <laughs> Hour. Five star. <laughs> Five star. We got to get us Henry Mancini. I think he's probably dead by now to do our theme music for the Eastern Airlines Radio Hour. Uh, but uh, I tell you what, Eastern did have some great music. Uh, the orchestras that uh, were used to do our uh, songs, uh, theme songs over the years were fantastic. The commercials themselves were great. Eastern had, I think, probably the best commercials on radio and television over the years. Wings of Man, remember that? Followed by, yeah, followed by United. I always liked United's advertising, too. And um, Don Sutherland was the voice of United for a long time, if you recall. Donald Sutherland. Oh, you mean uh, Oddball from Kelly's Heroes? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, hey, Neil, yeah, Larry, didn't you like a uh, national airlines with all her girls and everything? With a oh, so, come all fly the planes me. were named after females. Come fly me, Mary, yeah, I yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those were good, good ones, <laughs> they were good. Uh, Delta had some good, good, uh, good songs too, and good commercials, but um, Pan Am had some great ones too. Of course, yep. I think Eastern was in a league by itself, and of course, something to years, be said for the good old days. Yeah, the, for years the voice of Eastern was none other than whom? Was it Orson Welles, wasn't it, or not? No. Well, Orson was in there, but who was the one that had a better voice than Orson Welles? He did the wings I can't of man. Think of his name, but I know who you're talking about. Alexander Scorby. There you go. Mm-hmm. And Alexander yeah, Scorby that. actually recorded the New Testament and the Old Testament. The Old and New Testament, he did a recording of those uh, readings. And I remember my mother <clears throat> was very devout, and I remember she had bought, bought all of Scorby's uh, uh, records or recordings back in the day, and she would listen to Scorby's voice, and she always told me, he sounds like God. <laughs> and, and and I swear, that guy had a fantastic voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well? You went you went to Divinity School, didn't you, Neil? Uh, yeah, I was, I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up, but... Uh, <laughs> Sorry about since, that. Since you did... Since you did, yeah, I went. That's where I met my lovely wife, Peggy, and Peggy yep. and I were both uh, in 
in a Baptist college up in Mars Hill, North Carolina. And, yeah, and I went out and had a church out in California, as a matter of fact. I had a little church <laughs> out there. Yeah. Uh, what's happened to you since then? Uh, everything's <laughs> gone downhill, or I don't know whether it's downhill or a slippery slope or what. <laughs> but when you start at the top of the hill, there's only one place to go, right? Yeah. Right. I got to the top of the hill, and, you know, I looked out, and, Mike, you know what I saw? What you say? The other side of the hill. The other oh. side, right? Exactly. <laughs> Just remember, uh, where, where, wherever you go, you'll always be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You remember that, dude? Don't you, Larry? Yeah. I yeah, think you were there to send me off, weren't you? You were. You were there to send me off to Bob. I think we both needed a, a little religion back then. <laughs> was that in the in the, in the Buick three hole? The three holer, yeah. <laughs> super, the Buick super, super, 19, super backseat, nineteen fifty three, yep, fifty three, yep. And we went That'll across the years. desert in fifty four or fifty five in it. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, fifty five. Do, do, do we all do we all, do we all remember that around the same year the Pontiacs they used to have the the Indian with the lit up head on the on the hood. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And what was the hood ornament for the Buick? I forgot. It was there. It was a. The Packard had a tire. The guy was holding a tire in his hand. <laughs> Packard. <Sticking out. laughs> Packard. Yeah, I remember the Packard. A lot of people don't even remember Packards. But my uh, stepfather had a Packard back in the day. Yeah, and my stepfather was... had one of those too. It was like a. I guess it was in the same class as. Cadillac wasn't it? Wasn't it the upper scale? I think it was, Larry. Yeah, yeah I know I it think was. I more of the upper. Same, same chassis. Yeah. Yeah, that. and they were used a lot uh, for officers, uh, high officers in World War Two. Yeah. The Packard vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, those were the days. Pontiac. Uh, yeah, the Indian. Oldsmobile had a rocket, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Ford. I don't know what Ford had. They probably didn't even have one. <laughs> <laughs> and we used Ford to say had. Ford fix or repair daily. You remember that, Larry? Yeah. F O R D. for that. <laughs> fix or yeah, repair. Y'all, yeah. y'all making me feel bad now. <laughs> you That's were right. Guy. He had that fancy Ford I was when he was in my college. talking about my Ford. Now I'm sitting here with my Ford truck. Uh, <laughs> hey, we take back those words. Yeah. <laughs> is there a, is there a okay, dog I... sitting in the back of the truck? You know, we never no. did ask George. George, George, what was your first car? Do you remember? Back in the fourth grade. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it was a uh, a 1964. Uh, Pontiac Le Mans convertible. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice car. A Le Mans. Yep. Now, was that in the same class as a Cutlass? Was was a Pontiac? No, the Pontiac wasn't a Cutlass, was it? That was Oldsmobile, wasn't it? Yeah, that was an Oldsmobile. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a nice car. You know, good for picking up women. It was nice. Picking. <laughs> <laughs> it all get, it all gets back to that. But they have a radiator yep. to yep. pick up women. <laughs> uh, 
it's good memories, all right. Yeah, these are all great memories. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's put all of our memories back where they belong. And uh, we'll uh, see if we can bring them back out again next week. And uh, and it's been been a lot of fun talking, and a lot of it didn't make sense, but <laughs> it's the best kind. I yep. think Jim Holder's the only guy that makes sense in this show on this show. So, <laughs> well, why are you accusing me of that? <laughs> I could I could be. Well, forget it. <laughs> That's why we're accusing you of it. <laughs> oh, I'll oh, the Phillips someday. Yeah. Well, anyhow, been a lot of fun. I uh, appreciate you all guys right. being with me and listening to some great music, even though I didn't play any of them all the way through. Uh, we just want to get just a, a little sample of what we listened to back in the Eastern Airlines musical days. That we listen to these music, uh, this music, and uh, of course sharing some of our Eastern memories and memories of whatever, uh, as silly as some of them are. But uh, anyhow, it's good conversation to uh, remember the once upon a long time ago as our opening song. Uh, I like that song. Played. I do too. I love to hear it, and uh, because it does bring back memories. So anyhow, until next week, we're going to sign off and hope we pick up a few more countries from all those countries that uh, I read out at the beginning. We got listeners all over the world that listen to our show. Mm-hmm. So hang in there, guys. Until next week. All right. Okay, Neil. We'll uh, go out here with uh, our traditional song. If I can find it in my collection of music. It should be a song by none other than Merle Haggard. So see you next week, guys.
it somewhere in flight They're taking you away And leaving me lonely Silver wings Slowly fading out of sight See you, Mike. Okay. Well, two hours and 55 minutes for happy hour. I know it. And here's, <laughs> here's, here's drinking to you, buddy. All righty. Have a good one. See ya. <laughs> 